My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Extra, extra, read all about it, Brian. That's right. And you can read about it uh, online or in print. It's a modern world, Rana. We're, that's correct. We always have a print edition. That's extra, right. extra, read all about it. Today, this is the last week that people can sign up for the July box. They need to get their orders in by July 1st. The amount of jealousy that was yeah. steaming over the airwaves from the Kiki. As we say in New England, there were some steamers. That That is exactly right. These these people were eating steamers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Correct. The people were so miffed. That's another English, New England word. I love so miff. miffed that they missed out on the social club for June. And by the way, they should be. It was so gorgeous. Connor was incredible, as you would expect. These boxes are so gorgeous. The cocktail was so delicious and beautiful. Nick. Tony, Kana, Mimi. Ivy. They put so Ivy. They put so much work into this. It's so gorgeous. I think my favorite part of the whole thing was the collectible recipe card. I'm not kidding. There's so many gorgeous parts you could choose, but I think the it's collectible true. recipe card that will come with every box for every cocktail we do every month that we have the Ask yeah, Rana Social uh, Club. Uh just gorgeous. I mean, I was so pleased with the way this came out. So here's your chance. Here's your FOMO chance to sign up for July. You have until July 1st through July 1st, meaning on if you wake up July 1st, you set your alarm clock and you think, oh, you can still sign up that day. But July 2nd, you're too late. You gotta, if you sign up on July 2nd, you're just signing up for August. Correct. Give them the URLs, dear. ARsocialclub.com slash arsocial.club. Depending on what what strikes your fancy, they take you to the same place. This is the place to be this summer. This is the place to be. This is your summer hang. What do you want? I'll tell you what I want. Uh-huh. I want my loving arms uh-huh. around you. I yeah. everyone needs to understand yesterday that Rana and I yeah. took a gavotte. She and a gavotte. I. Gavotte. What's a gavotte? It's like a pep in your step. It's like a little dance number from like the Baroque period. Spell it. G a v o t t e. G-A-V-O-T-T-A. Okay, a gavotte. How did I know little, not, not know that? Fabulous. Well, it's a music term, and I used to play piano because I was sort of oh. hoping that my mom might, you know, love me a little more if I really shone like a bright, like a diamond. And instead, you ended up loving her more and taking on, an, and on instead, her a $900,000 vacation. Hit me, baby, one more time. You can do no <laughs> wrong. This one's on me. That's right. Excuse me, Ron, are you not ready for the show? You're putting I, on lip gloss. I forgot. Rana. Fabulous. I want people to understand that I heard your letters and I heard what everyone said, that in my absence, while I was gone, the show 
sort of fell apart. Wanda wasn't ready on time and she was yeah. sort of, and yeah. then I also heard, um, I meant to tell you about Naomi Perrigan, who I know filled in on the Patreon. Did I don't really she? know. I barely remember. Well, I don't really know much about her, to be honest with you. Yeah. I really don't. I know you two have crossed paths, but you wouldn't call each other friends. No. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't call Does her. Does Naomi have any friends? You know what, Ronna? I don't see Do you? I have, have to I have to friends. laugh about one thing with Naomi, who I love more than anything. She said she referred to Andy, her husband, on the Patreon. She referred to him as her co-host on Couples Therapy. Versus what her her boyfriend isn't he? Her oh, partner? I thought he, is he not her husband? I he's don't her, know. He's her long time. He's her long time love. Her long time right. love. Yeah. I don't yeah. keep up with that relationship. What about Akavat? What do you want to say about Akavat? Because I've got. Well, I was just going to say we had a too. really nice time yesterday, Rana, and I really loved catching up with you. And you're yeah. just were so sweet to me, like you always are. Well, I wish I could say the same. How dare you, Rana? Because you had the nerve. What a nerve on you, I have to say. Now, this is very Brian. This is exactly what Brian does. He brings you something lovely from his trip, but there's some kind of an insult or a challenge wrapped inside of it. And you don't know until you I'm dying to know it. what it is. You brought me <laughs> this box right here. Yeah. Of beautiful chocolates, pardon me, from Peru. Okay. Iberica. Iberica. They're called. Yes. Milky La Iberica, okay? Mm-hmm. Autentica chocolate. Chocolate con leche, 40% con yeah. edulcorante, whatever that is. Because I knew, I knew you liked Sin um, milk azucares chocolate. añadidos, which is ridiculous with no added sugar. That's the loosest use of no added sugar <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, which is we only used as much sugar as the recipe called for. That's what that means to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. No added sugar is supposed to mean no milk chocolate. Can you imagine? No unnatural, no sugar other than what comes from the ingredients. Right. Sorry, everybody. Forty percent cacao is is sweetened. When sugar is one of the ingredients, you can't say no added sugar. That is true. So that's for so my Peruvian that- audience, but that's not why I'm upset. He handed, I looked in the bag. He said he brought me a gorgeous. We had not seen each other in person since he went on his. It's true. Uh, on the grand tour with his mother. I saw you the minute before. Never took me on a vacation like that. But in any event, he said to me, he gave me a gorgeous uh, bag of coffee, which I am afraid to even mention because I don't want to deter people from ordering our coffee. But it was I got a, you a Jubilee. Gorgeous coffee washed in Lafroig. Is that how you say it? I never know mm-hmm. how to say that. Uh, scotch, which is gorgeous, and I can't wait to try it. Has sort of a scotch wash to it. Smells incredible. Adorable packaging, which reminds me a little bit of the packaging. Some of the some of the secret packaging we did for the recipe cards for the for cocktail the club. cocktail club. Yeah, AR uh, social talk. We have be- the the. I have to say, we should. We're not even pushing this, and we should be the collectors' cocktail cards with the recipes. Absolutely yes. gorgeous. But let me say this. Please, Ronna, go I said to you, I already know there's going to be sugar in that bag. And you said, no, 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 just one thing. Okay, two things. First was a gorgeous tin of biscuits from the Jubilee. Correct. Okay, from Fortnum and Mason. Fabulous. From Madame's Platinum. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely gorgeous. You're so welcome, Ronna. Then I pulled this brick out. It which, is a brick. Which weighs mm, 500 grams. I ate those grams. every day, Ronna. 500 grams, Okay. And so I said to you, what is that? Is that chocolate? And you said, don't 
this is these were your exact words. Don't yeah. worry. Right. They're individually wrapped. So you don't have you could just have one. You don't yeah. have to have a bunch. So I thought when right. I opened this nice square box, is that, that I not would be true? opening it to like an after eight meant that it would be squares yeah. of chocolate. Right. Is that not what that is? Oh, you don't know what's in here? Are you no, joking? I thought they me? were the squares because I bought another pack that was the squares for myself. Right. Well, what you gave me oh, no. <laughs> is individual chocolate bars. Oh, bars. I I told bars, her I said not squares. So here I was last night. I opened this. Now I can only describe this chocolate as Cadbury meets. A, a Cadbury dairy milk. It has that. This is sa- already high has, praise from you, Ron, because I know sour, how you feel about Cadbury. Um, vomit taste of the Cadbury, the one sure. that we love so much. <laughs> Which is we love. What did we find out that it was made of? Again, the vomit. I guess some a acid, name. some sort of chemical. The ingredient that gives that gives us vomit. That's in bile uh, or something. Yeah. It has the wonderful sourness of a dairy milk, but okay. it's just. I would say it's a shade darker in flavor, maybe 20% darker. I got to say, Rana, I had these, but I had the small versions, which is what I How asked How did for you even know to have these? That's what I want to know. Who turned you on to them? Okay, I'll tell you. Somebody did. I found what these. What is he, is he a doctor? On a recommendation. Or should I say and, she? And I went in. And tried them and was mm-hmm. over the moon. And see, I got a box. You of went into their store because I had to even Google them and find out that they have like a chocolate store. I went into their store, like an M and M store, like that. Mm-hmm. And I got some for and myself, the and I got that some for you. Recommended it just the, just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. person that recommended it. Yeah, it was um, that you were having enough of a naughty conversation with them that you were talking chocolate <laughs> and politics. The Brian Safi story, chocolate and politics. The Brian Safi story. Chocolate is an aphrodisiac. I don't know if you know that. I do, and I. But I think this happened after the fact that you had this conversation. Okay, I had a conversation <laughs> with someone about because what do you do after you have gay sex? You talk about chocolate, you know, because oh, I don't you, know anything about that. Yeah. Well, usually you're happy that none spilled onto you, or you know, during the in case someone wasn't no chocolate. You know, Right. Yeah. Like it's a, you know, depending on what you're into, but hopefully mm-hmm. when in your sexual experience, you have, it's a no chocolate outcome. I guess it's going to be intimate. So let's not do too much of this. <laughs> Rana, I got it on a recommendation and they were absolutely delicious. And I thought, you know, who's going to love these is Rana. What can you tell me about the recommender? But okay. Do they um, listen to the podcast? The recommender does not listen to the podcast. The recommender is Peruvian mm-hmm. of of Peru. Mm-hmm. The recommender is Day Peru. A, the recommender is a guide there. This was not actually a sexual experience. Wait a minute. I, you, I did not. You, you nope. had an affair with your one day guide. I did absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I did not actually. That is so funny, Rana. I did. The guy that took putting, you to the coffee company. Ron, yeah, I said. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're very sexy. You, will you take me to the coffee company and then the chocolate company? No, this is the same guy who took me to all the, the places. He was like, go to these places, not these places. You know, mm-hmm. it was one of those situations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, anyway. that is an advertisement for that tour company. 
Now, I, well, I didn't extend my trips. So I don't know if it is. Actually, you did extend your trip one day. I did go back. Well, you're right, but not there. <laughs> but anyway, Rana, what is happening? What? Are, no one cares about this conversation. What's it like to, to get you. busted? That's what I want to know. How does it I don't even know what you're talking busted? about. I got recommendations from a guide, Rana. You don't like it when my shtetl clairvoyance is turned on you. That's what I've noticed. Delicious chocolate, though. I have to say, he has, very- he has great taste, whoever he is. Sin azucares you. añadidos. That's my favorite. No added sugar. No added sugar. In a bar of chocolate. Um, okay. Listen to me. We have a couple of reviews that we need to read. Yes. Because we, we haven't read them these? in so long. And then Let's our guest is here, and he's so fun that we're going to just start with him immediately. Oh, I love I'm about thing. to eat a whole chocolate bar again, and I already have to tell you, I'm having trouble because I'm supposed to go back to the vineyard, of course, for the fourth I and, can't you wait. You know, my neighbor who's been in love with me for oh, the poor guy. Oh, that guy. Long. Yeah. The Democratic pollster. That's the one. Yeah. And he's going to make me the muffins, et cetera. But I always have to lose four pounds before Jordan I go to the Marsh. vineyard so that I can make room for the for the muffins that come my way every day. I have right. to pre-plan like, for needs- the muffins. Sure. I also have a certain reputation to uphold that involves a white jean, you know, and you just can't. Mm-hmm. Look, people, Rana, do, whatever do, you they, ever put people do whatever they want these days, but I'm not of that generation. So if I want to get into a white jean, I've got about four and a half pounds that have to come off me before I get to the vineyard. You're crazy, Rhonda. You look fabulous, A. B, do you ever play a, a little muffin game with him? Like put the muffin in the basket? The muffin comes in the basket, dear. That's how no, it works. No, I know. But it's do you a, ever do it's like a basket a- of muffins. Do you ever do like a little Red Riding Hood or something? I don't really know what that means. Like, does he pretend to dress so up as Little Red me. Riding Hood, like in drag? And oh, I can't wait for the comments about, I hated listening to Ronnie E. Get out of here then. Oh, they can go scratch. Get out, go scratch. I have an idea. One way hit, ticket to scratch. Hit plus 30, plus 15, okay? Go right through okay. it. How long is it going to take me to eat a chocolate? About two and a half hours. If you're smart, you'll put it on 0. 0.5. Mm-hmm. Slow this down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to read these really fast, Rana. Okay. J.H. Buddy says the best of everything. Sage advice. Huma. Fabulous guests. Fashion, travel, beauty tips, gift recommendations that are to die for, movie and book clubs, cocktails, coffee. What more do you want? This podcast, this podcast has it all with two of the most delightful hosts who ever graced a microphone. Five stars only. Very sweet. And a mochi recommendation or mochi, mochi. Five stars only. This podcast mochi. feels like it's You've yeah, been mochi, to Japan. Right? It's mochi. Yeah. This podcast feels like an expensive solve for the soul. An absolute five-star delight. My real reason for leaving this review is to recommend a luxurious gift idea I just received from a friend. Mochi from Mochi Doki. Feels right in Ron and Brian's wheelhouse. Adore you both. Thanks for making me laugh uncomfortably every week. And Up and Gone says five stars Excuse and a Excuse me. I just looked it up. It's $70 for a box of Mochi bonbons. Good Lord. But I'll tell you that vanilla chip. Sounds good. You know, I don't ever crave mochi. This is the whole thing when you're in a Japanese restaurant. I always think, I know what you is, mean. Except all I they do have like is it. an orange slice. And then mm. when they do give it to me, I do think it's delicious. But let delicious. me tell you something. Go ahead, Rana. 
this mochi. And when mochi comes, it's fun. It is fun. But this mochi's gorgeous. I would call this the La Duree of mochi. Okay. So So, Rick Caruso will be investing soon. Oh, definitely. I hope so. Right. Though the La Duree closed at one of his locations. But this looks like, you know, this is the macaron of mochi where you get a- Salted caramel and a matcha and a this and a that. So well, they have locations in Soho, the Upper East Side, Santa Monica coming soon. All so right. So we'll have to try this when we're in New York, uh, pardon me. Manhattan. Doing, oh, I had to order by today in order to get it for Father's Day. Oh, well. <laughs> Father's Day, the most important holiday of the year. Oh, of course. Otherwise known as every day. Yeah, otherwise known yeah. as boy you're you're lucky, dude. Boy, you've got some nerve is what Father's Day should yep. be called. <laughs> That's right. Five uh, stars and a rip brimothy. Listen up. Set a reminder. I love it. Set a reminder in your phone to rate every episode five stars. And then they put four. Oh no, they put five. If it's good enough for Timothy and Rimothy, it's good enough for me. My ear holes crave Ron and Brian two times a week. How nice. Hmm. Rana, and then we got an email from Anthony saying, I look forward to your episodes every week and was so glad when Brian came back and the episode never ended about the supersize episode you and I had did a little one-on-one with. Oh, you know what? I loved that review. I thought that was very sweet because when we do a supersize, it really is a gift to the audience. I feel that way. Take yeah, some I do extra too. time. We take extra care. Yeah. And we invest in ourselves and we're glad that they recognize us for it. We do. We do. And also, I just want to say- I have to send this chocolate off the Mystic River Bridge. It is so <laughs> delicious. I'm so glad, It's going Rana. right in Marblehead Harbor. Oh, it makes me so happy to know that. You've ruined my summer. You I'm happy about, about that? It. You've I'm ruined I'm thrilled it. <laughs> about it. Rana, I also just want to say, on a guess a more serious note- Oh, no. We got some really lovely- lovely little letters and follow-ups we and well, well wishes for our- our guy who's having a little bit of trouble. Everybody was now Ryan O'Connell. We had on the other week, by the way, queer as folk out now his book out, which I know we mentioned at the time. Yes. But we had a lot of fun, but the middle question was about someone who's struggling with addiction. His family has been there for them. And now they've had another bit of a backslide and they are sort of feeling ashamed and afraid to ask for help. We got so many lovely letters from people on both sides of the equation. And everyone consistently said, whatever worked for them, it didn't work for them. They all consistently said, your family loves you. The only thing they want to do is help you. Let people in your life help you that want to help you. They love you. Yes. So much support for this person. I hope Mimi forwarded them the letters. I'm going to have to have her do that. Otherwise, she'll have to be fired. But Whatever the case is, is, I want that person to know they had the full support of the community. And I know they had a lot of uh, support in the comments, but I want them to know that people are also writing to us personally to share their personal stories. And it was absolutely magnificent. And now I don't know if this was on Patreon or on the free feed. Was it on the free feed? Our friend in Israel who was having trouble conceiving. I think it was on the free feed. I think it was on the free feed. She wrote to us. Mamala. Yes, of course. Of course, it was uh, on the free feed because she won the gift that day, yep. which was a gift certificate to take herself for drinks and a nibble at the Mamila and to yes, go to the in wall. Tel Aviv. 
Uh, no, in Jerusalem, excuse me. Jerusalem. To go to the wall and then go to the edge of the old city to the fabulous Hotel Mamila and have a little drink and think about, you know, picking itself up and dusting itself off a little bit and getting back into it. And she sent us a picture and it I brought know. an absolute tear to my eye. It was so it was so it nice. It made me so happy. Her. I could I felt like we were sitting on the other side of the table from her. That's how I felt when I saw the picture. Me too. Yeah. So was very, I was delighted that that worked out and she, was and it's, thrilled to also, get Also, we don't get a lot of pictures of people enjoying no, the No, send us them, the so. pictures, please. Please, you know, because that was really nice. Clean them up to them, whatever. And not in her yeah. case, but I know there's a few grubby bubbies out there who yeah, in our, in our against, audience are going to send us, Grog Brogdon will send us a, a dirty picture, or, you know, right, something. Right, or like cat you know. hair or yeah, something. Yeah, no. no, well, not yeah. Grog. He's actually pretty immaculate, but he'll, you know- Shirt with no shirt under it, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. Well, so then. So listen, warned. Matt McConkie's here today. Ah, uh, I love. If this there's guy. someone sweeter and cuter and funnier than Matt McConkie, I invite Name you it. to invite them to meet me. Excuse no, this me. This is one of the good ones. Right Host here. of the Homophilia podcast. You know it. On everything. Writer on everything. He's yeah. acted on everything. He's done it all. Dante, bring him in. <laughs> Attention Carriage House members, run a year to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. We're here with Matt McConkie slash Grassi. Uh, He's going to tell us who he is now. And Brian had the nerve to ask if he was recording. He's a podcaster, partner, Matt. Uh, Rana, I happen to love his podcast. I'm just You've only you... been on it five to six times, Brian. That's Matt, right. So watch see, out because Brian made the mistake of bringing me chocolate from Peru. I, I really wasn't eating chocolate. And now I my mood could be all over any place. Because <laughs> he said to me, the nerve on this guy, I'm just going to show, I already told the people in the audience, but oh no, they're going to have to live through another one of my stories. And so he brought me this box, okay? I did. Weighs about as much as a brick, maybe more. Yeah. And mil- milky, what's the second it's called word? milky la iberica, okay? Ah, uh, which gorgeous. really. This is sort of a controversial name for chocolate because Iberica know, means Rana, Spanish, basically. But know, in any event, this is South us. American chocolate. But That's right. I know all so about it. So it's a colonialist chocolate. Do you choice, know what, Rana? Really. We're not going to get into that because i got to tell you. His guide that he had an affair with on his trip to Machu Picchu. That Rana is making up this entire thing. Was the person I never who recommended that. this. It was either his guide or his grinder guide or his guide to Peru. <laughs> I don't really know how it Please. went down. To be honest, I don't want all of the details. Well, tell me. Excuse me. It involved a chocolate factory. That's all I know. Sure. <laughs> and it, it, so I'm assuming it's a milk chocolate. So he said to it me, is. well, don't wear. I said, you know, that sugar, I don't really want it. I have to lose four and a half pounds before I go to Martha's Vineyard for the summer because, you know, I have a reputation to uphold. I'm of a generation where you're allowed to lose weight. So I'm allowed to say that. 
<laughs> she says that she has to fit into her white jean. I am known for a white jean. And so, you know, there are certain limitations. I mean, you can, can wear I tell you, Matt McConaughey? I, I saw Rana only yesterday and she looks fantastic. I In any of that, look, allow me. That's between me and my scale. I have a number. Okay. Okay. All right. In any event, I, I have said, a number for our I contract renegotiation. I by said, the way, Lana, whenever that happens, yeah, one dollar. I have a number in my head. I said thanks a lot for for <laughs> for ruining my summer, and he said, "Don't worry, mm-hmm. they're individually wrapped. They're just squares. They're just squares." I said, "Okay," because so, I got some too, and they're little. They were I got said, little I squares. Had the, every day I was there, I had some. There's just squares. They're just squares. Okay, yeah. she's unboxing. That's the square. Well, no, mine came in squares. Her full came in hers came in bars. Bars, full That's a size full bar. candy bars. So, what do you think I'm going to do? Open it and stop eating it? What am I? Yeah, and then, and then try to ro- roll it back an up. Amateur or something? and say, "Oh, I'll save the rest of that for later." So now I've had two of these in two days. And he told me he had one every day when he was there. And I've been eating one while we've been sitting here on the podcast, and so anything could happen today. So we don't know what we're going to get. Rana's no, ganked. She up. might start smoking. My, we don't know. She's geeked the, up. The, the, <gasps> totally I geeked wish. I I had a cigarette. I do. Did you ever smoke, Rana? Good question, Matt. I've never asked her that. Have I had a cigarette? The answer is yes. Was I ever a smoker? No. Did I look great doing it? Absolutely. Oh, I would spontaneously combust if I saw you smoking a cigarette. Me too. I would just like lay my heart down. Do they even have cigarettes anymore? (laughs) It feels like we're living in a post-cigarette world now. It does seem like that. They're they're still out there. Well, it makes sense because people aren't allowed to lose weight anymore. So if you could, if you can't lose weight unless you smoke, it's the only way. That's my generation. Rana, was your, and I know Matt will want to know this because he actually (laughs) just texted me to ask this question. Oh. Was your cigarette post-coy? Oh, the the one cigarette mm. I had? That's your question. Yeah. I only have yeah. one. Yeah. Well, have I had sm- a post-coital cigarette? Of course, dear. Oh, have I, I've God. lived a life, okay? Sure, yeah. I love So this. listen to me, Matthew. You just got married. I did. What Congratulations. It looked I saw amazing. The pictures. It looked incredible. What do you want to tell us? You two have been together a long time. We've been together a long time, together over eight years, and- yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. Both of your social media feeds were probably annoyingly filled with Bombarded. photos from that. I hope, it was, a, I do I hope it was a sponsored event. That's how many pictures I got. Shockingly, no. And also, I will say I did the, I, I'm sure this is an obnoxious thing, like kind of asking, well, not kind of, asking people not to bring their phones out. Uh, oh, it not was in with the, the program. crowd you invited. Those, though, you can't control. That was you can't put a leash on those ladies. Absolutely. Oh, we've got Casey, Jim, Kulop. Yeah, they all looked it. incredible. They're not going to take pictures of it. I mean, give me a break. The, they trampled yeah, they, all over that embargo. To, uh, they, yeah, they went to create content. <laughs> yeah, they're course. content creators. I gave them, but I got to tell you, Matt, <laughs> you did yourself a disservice because this was a really, really photogenic wedding. I mean, it really, yeah, every beautiful. picture I saw of it looked no, it really absolutely did. fantastic. And it looked like the weather was great, too. It was perfect. It was a little hot during the ceremony. Yeah. Were you guys in People Palm Springs were or where did you not want to say? We were in, we were oh, in Ohio. Oh, Okay, right. And uh, it was hot during the ceremony. You know, people were definitely sweating, yeah. fanning themselves, holding parasols. People were not comfortable. Did you, you know, supply them a- with? A, was there a cocktail during the ceremony? Were you? There was, was a, there a signature yes, cocktail. cocktail? Yeah. What was the cocktail? Yeah, co- 
So the, mine was a spicy, skinny margarita. Okay. And Courtesy of Bethany. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and um, Michael's is was an Aperol Spritz. Oh. oh. God, sounds, you're so you Sounds language. terrible. <laughs> Grab one of those on your way in. Yeah. And, Delicious. Uh, you each would know, was the wedding egalitarian like that? Like two kinds of cake, two kinds of signature cocktails, two kinds of cheese. <laughs> Chicken or just, fish. Just that. Just that. No, but I, the fact that we are an M and an M, there were yeah. so many obnoxious opportunities to, M&Ms. you know, exactly. And we, you didn't, we didn't even have um, to have custom M and M's made. That's true. We didn't go down that. We didn't go down that road. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> look what well, we Matt, did. Congratulations! It looked yeah. like a fabulous, fabulous wedding for real. I, I mean, just looked, decided really I want shit. Brian to get a new watch band. Uh, I just Let's decided. see what you're working with. Brian. I just it's decided. It's not great. It's not great. I'll show you. It's not great. <laughs> I told you I'm mischievous. You gave me this chocolate. Now I'm going to ruin this your life. This is the the chocolate's That's talking. That's what's going to happen. I'm trying to. I don't know how to make Brian's. Brian, when you come uh, to the vineyard, a... dear, I want a new watch band. Okay. Oh, so okay. it's like a canvas. Though that's uh, sort yeah, like of a, a fun textile. vineyard. It is sort of a fun vineyard watch band, I have to say. It's a yeah. summer I got watch band. Yeah. I got it for summer, winter, spring. So. Oh, but not fall. <laughs> so what do you do for fall? <laughs> for fall, I do a totally different look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for October and November. <laughs> do you keep it on for tennis? Because I see you are really out oh, there on the boy. course. Thank yeah. you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. I do keep it on for tennis because I've got you don't think I put this in my fucking watch? You don't think I press tennis in my watch to figure oh, yeah, out what my course, cow count is? I do put it, keep it on through tennis. And what's so great is, you know, I look to my colleagues, Roger and, you know, Rafa <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah. Jo- the peers. Jonah. Yeah, Vic. yeah. Novak. Mm-hmm. Novak. Novak. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. So I look to my peers Less and I say, what a- yeah. Lester. No, less, less to Novak Djokovic. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anti-vax. And that's a funny joke, Ron. Oh, right. Novak Djokovic. That's funny. Yeah. He's, he's a real, like a yeah. That's all, I'm sure all the kids in Serbia made fun of him in school saying like, you're the joke. You know, exactly. you're a joke. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. They're very, I got to say, the Serbian <laughs> sense of humor is at its all time. Oh, funny. they, you know what? They're a warm, <laughs> they're a warm and no, I'm not going to. We won't. No, we're anyway. not going to go there because they're having. <laughs> we a tough we're just time. talking about him. No. Anyway, that's right. Anyway, the point is, yes, Matt. This is tennis, uh, and, and tennis. It's an accessory. And by the way, I want you to know that your friend Casey Wilson oh, did a tribute to me at tennis. She wore because we take tennis from the same person. Mm-hmm. She wore her ball bag like a tote. Which is like my, oh, you know, great. my that's ah. your I- iconic signature that's your, look. Yes, were there any shout outs? Move. Were there any shout outs to me at your wedding or anything? God, I'm sure there were, but you know how it is. You <laughs> get you sucked into it. You're not yeah. part of every yeah. conversation. That's right? true. That's true. <laughs> your presence was felt. I See, and I, like I will say, that. this is the grossest, honestly, braggiest thing that I will ever say. Okay. Which is that I think. That Rana would have approved of our wedding. Oh, I think absolutely. I she thought. Would have. I have to say, I thought it looked incredible. I, I really you know what, Matt? I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I'm yeah. not even going to lie. It was the first time. I don't want to say the first because I've been to some beautiful weddings, but it was one of the first times that I was like, "Oh yeah, this is how I would want my wedding." This is. Oh perfect. yeah, you didn't say that about Stephanie's wedding, though. 
Rana, that was a long time ago, and I did say that about Stephanie's wedding. <laughs> but I was so mad she was getting but married that I you was mean blind. it now. Easy. Now I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so upset that day. <laughs> I'm just giving him a little trouble. Uh, it uh, it trouble looked incredible. incredible. Everybody looked at me and they looked like everyone had so much fun. It was so happy for you guys. And I'm just delighted. And so wait a second. You changed your name. Is that right? I Should did. we be I mean, calling you Matt McConkey, Matt Gra- Grass? Oh, Is it Grassy it, or Grassy? What do you want? It's Grassy, but I don't have an answer. Like I, I did... All, what do you almost, want us to put on the podcast listing? Oh, God. I guess you can put McConkey just because I haven't. Who's the host the, of Homophilia? Still Matt McConkey, okay, I guess. Matt McConkey. Uh, this is what I want to know. In conversation, yeah. I'm saying grassy. I don't, I, I still don't you gotta know. got to get used to it. It's a transition Matt, tell period. me about the decision to change your name because I feel like it's very rare that you that you hear this. So I'd right. be curious. Well, what, I yeah. am no a hyphen. wife, first and foremost, I am a wife. You are a real housewife. He's trying to get, you're trying to get on Bravo. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I no. I, 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 part of it was, it was just like the opportunity to jump ship on McConkey was so exciting. I had to take it. <laughs> I hear you. Um, you know, Michael didn't encourage this or expect it by, cause yes, it's, it's, it's unconventional. You know, a lot of like some gay like couples it. will hyphenate their names, but I was excited to get rid of my name. I don't really have any emotional attachment to my name. And the big thing was, if we have children, I don't know that we will. If we do, first of all, I'm not going to saddle that child with McConkie or McConkie hyphen grassy or any version of that. And I'm not going to be the McConkie while I'm there and have a bunch of grassies and I'm not part, I'm the odd man out, you know? That's why my granddaughter's Glickman, just Glickman. Mm-hmm. Just two, Glickman. The no other first two name. names. The other two names weren't names you want. <laughs> She's just. Glickman. I'll just leave it at that. They just, just weren't Glickman. names you want. Got it. Yeah. You know. So I, not but, that I wanted anyway. I said that's not happening. You said you want my dough. Let's leave it right at Glickman. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's a great. Now that's the uh, that was my other option. Honestly, was to just change Cute it. Name. To, sounds pretty good. <laughs> so listen, Matt. Have a ring. Desperate, desperate people write to us on this show. It's awful. Sometimes their problems are completely trivial. I don't even know why we engage with them. Other times they really do need our help and we're genuinely there for them, but we're there for them no matter what. Of course. Absolutely. And, you know, somebody wrote in the other day, they wrote a a follow-up. They said, I couldn't believe you read my letter. And I thought to myself, I couldn't believe we read it either. But the truth is it was a light leak. (laughs) And this week's a little light too. So, so are there weeks that you reject? Do letters go into the bin? And of, of every week, letters go into the bin. I won't I, say they go in the bin, but I'll say they don't get selected. How does they that go sound? in the recycling Got to it. reuse later? They go in the they go back in the ball pit. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until Rana tells me to press those numbers, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> release those balls right in my between. Yes, it's a bit like Powerball, the way that the questions come up. It's exactly like that, and that's the one time Rana will pay for my manicure. Dear Rana Bryan, an insightful <laughs> guest. Help! Oh, oh, oh! Here we go. Okay, starts with a help. So here we are. We're like, here we go. They sent out the bat signal. We've got to answer. Let's do it, Rana. Get suited up. Plus, this person's from uh, the Berkshires, so I felt that I had to answer a, ma- a fellow Massachusetts oh, person's letter. Oh, must. Matt, you'll know the Berkshires from Dorinda's Palace. Yeah. Uh, thank what's you. A, what's her home called again? Is it Greystone or Bluestone? Bluestone Manor? Bluestone Manor, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no one throws a Christmas soiree like Dorinda. 
Dorinda Medley. There's a name. She could get rid of Medley. Why would she? But John has it. But John has a bad name. I can't remember John's name. She's still with John now. No, I don't think so. I think she's tossed him aside. She have to use a a different dry cleaner. She had to find a new dry cleaner. Oh, that was. I think she's dating like a. I think she's dating a pirate. I don't know who she's dating, but in my head, it has to be a pirate. The hardest part was when she would start to tell people they should use. You know, John can get that stain out for you. John can, they but should Madame send their Fancy's wedding dry dress. cleaning or whatever. You should send your wedding yeah. dress to John. He does that. He puts them in storage. He, you know, it was awful. Yeah. Richard, the husband before that, was like I, a Goldman Sachs guy or something. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. R.I.P. I heard in the um, 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 the new Housewives Ex-wives. girls trips that, uh, you know, that Dorinda is in, I think they, they, I think it takes place at Bluestone Manor. Yeah. That Dorinda was on such bad behavior. So rageful and drunk and angry and nasty that the only person who could talk sense into her was Brandy Glanville. I mean, imagine that that, that's your voice of reason, uh, Brandy Glanville. I can't. That is intense. Well, who are the other options? That's Tamara, Vicky. Right. That's true. Yeah. Actually, Brandy is a genius (laughs) compared to the other women in the house. She really is. Okay. Help. I've said that seven times. (laughs) I have a couple friends, a couple of friends, okay? I should stop here, but I'll keep going. They don't know each other, who regularly bail on plans at the last minute, saying they're, quote, just not up for it, slash not feeling so hot, slash under the weather every time. This last time was pretty egregious. I invited both of them to a party of eight people, and they were both slated to bring their significant others, so I was planning on food and drinks for the four of them. Okay. Five people total. I am a competent hostess who puts a lot of effort into the menu, drinks, table settings, flowers, etc. Because I love to entertain and I want to make it special. I make it nice. I'm just like Dorinda. There you go. Even in this economy. They both know this firsthand. The first friend, let's call her Alex, canceled an hour before the party because she wasn't, she quote, wasn't feeling very social. And the other... Let's call her Bethany. Alex and Bethany. Wow. They haven't been this together like since Brooklyn one. Fashion Week. Simply did right. not show. When I texted her an hour after, she was supposed to be at my house, and she said, quote, I'm not feeling great. Rain check? What the F-U-C-K? Wow. She is one of my best friends. Well, I don't know why. And battles severe depression. We talk about it openly and, and often I make an effort to be supportive and check in with her mental health on a weekly basis. So I was not entirely surprised by her bailing, but more hurt that she, that she didn't even bother to reach out at any point, knowing full well that I was spending the day shopping, cleaning, and cooking. I also struggle with depression and loneliness, which she knows quite well. And also, who isn't at this point? But being single the last couple of years in a relatively new city during a pandemic has been exceptionally isolating. I wanted to have a party to see some friends, celebrate the beginning of summer, and work on building up my friend group in general. Because this is a pattern, I have started to feel like citing their depression is used in an, as an ace-in-the-hole excuse that doesn't leave room for me to confront them on their rudeness. I told Alex that my feelings were hurt, and she responded, Quote, I'm sorry I canceled late. I've been struggling slash having, have been really depressed lately. And I was getting ready, started crying 
and realized I couldn't go, which, okay, but me too. Wait a minute. These aren't my listeners, are they? That's why I planned a effing party in the first place. I'm feeling like shit and I wanted to see some friends. Do I need to contextualize all my invites with, quote, I'm depressed and lonely, so don't bail, please? My question is, what can I even say in these situations? I haven't brought it up with Bethany yet because she is very conflict averse, you don't say, and has a tendency to get defensive and shut down. I don't want to be insensitive, and I know that everyone has different mental health barriers, but they're also being dismissive of my feelings and time. I want to be honest and ask for some accountability for it before I get so resentful that it impacts the friendships. Thanks for any insight or advice. Bummed in the Berkshires. I don't think they're really from the Berkshires. I think that was just their little housewives uh, analogies that they were using. But you know what? They've got the right guest for it today. They sure do. I have a quick question. When they said party, are they just talking about the five of them or was there a, a party beyond that? He's got his pan out. I think it oh. was <laughs> I think it was two her two friends and their two significant others and her. That's what I so think. So that it was, was the party. Okay. I think that was everybody. Got it. So That's what I got. Yeah. Party, no party. It went from party to no party. Got it. Yeah. Matt. Wait. It's wait, tough. Wait, I had invited both of them to a party of eight people. Sorry. Oh, and they oh, okay. were both. So it went from eight to uh, four. It's a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. My, I mean, first of all, I'm just surprised that people aren't still using COVID as an excuse when they want to bail really? on something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. that's the the obvious um, kind of bulletproof way to get Excellent out of something. Point. Really, that is a good point. Why look like a schmuck when you could just say it's COVID's fault? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's right yeah. there for the taking. But I don't know something. I, I something tells me that she's maybe investing in the wrong friendships a little bit. And I don't think that it means she needs to drop these friends because it does sound like they are struggling and probably need her support to a certain degree. But maybe there's just a shift in who you're prioritizing. Like, are you getting back what you're putting in? Yeah. I wonder too, if these are just not the party friends. These are not the friends to rely on in that way. That's a good point. Yeah. These are the friends to, I don't know, you know, complain with or kiki with or or whatever, just sort of check in with that kind of thing. These are the friends you sit under an Afghan blanket with. Yes. So this is a, these are the friends that you're like, hey, just the two or three of us and we're ordering in and we're having a cheese party and we're watching Bilbo Baggins or whatever movie that is over sure. and over again. Absolutely yeah. no makeup and Sweats only. Yeah. Sweats this only. Is, this is a sweats only situation. This is no yep. makeup. This yep. is Thai food. This is no significant others. Why even bring them into this, to mm-hmm. be honest with you? Mm-hmm. This is girls' night college friend situation is yep. what this is. Yeah, they're just not the people to you've do social put the, hours You've put a God. square peg in a round hall. And I wonder if you, I, I couldn't get a sense of whether this was the first time this had happened like this or not. No, they cancel all the time. Yeah. So, you know, 
I think these they aren't re- the, the very these aren't first those. sentence of the letter is I have a couple of friends. They don't know each other who regularly bail on plans at the last minute. Then they say oh, they the don't friends know don't know Alex and Bethany no, don't know she's each got other. Two of these friends. That's yeah, the other thing you. I need you to red flag it for me. No fellas. kidding. Cause I need to tell you that if I'm depressed, yeah. the last thing I want to do is go somewhere and meet a lot of new people. Even one new person, to be honest with you. I want to sweat. Mm-hmm. Sweater. They and don't I'm not saying this is the hostess's dressed. fault. It's no, not. but they don't want to get dressed. They don't want to do it. So these are these are friends that you have separately. Who I think to Matt's point, if they are people who are taking more than giving by you know a large amount, then that's something to look into. But these are not friends who want to meet new people right now. They're just not. And it's not okay. By no. the way, that they're behaving like this. It's not okay. It's so rude. That Absolutely. You made a party for eight people and they just bailed. None of that is okay. It's rude. But you need to accept this as the, these are the rules of engagement with these people. So if you really do want to be friends with them and you really do struggle with depression yourself and these are the friends that you both, that you all talk about that with. If these are your, you know, the people you kvetch with. They come over and you complain about this. You complain about, which by the way, it's not fun. always, not necessarily sometimes fun, sometimes not the healthiest thing. I don't know how often sure, it's that's happening. True. That's true. But if these are your kvetchy friends, don't invite them to the ball. Okay. They don't even want to go to Walgreens when they're out of Aquaphor. No. Okay. They want to watch Love is Blind yeah. five episodes in a yeah. row but with ice cream barely. This moving. is not the social group you're trying to build up for the summer. And I don't think they want to make plans. I think that's another part of it. I think that you're going to have to, it's going to be catch as catch can. And well, what they don't want to do is stick to plans. They'll make plans a week out, a month out, a year out. These are the people you invite to your wedding that don't come. Never mind coming to a dinner party. These are the people that mess with your head count. Whenever you have a head count, these are the people. I told you I needed to know by a week before, a month before, whatever it is. These people do not care. They play by their own rules. I'm absolutely not interested, and I'm going to get rammed for this. I'm not interested in her bursting into tears while she's getting dressed to come to your party. I don't believe it happened for a minute, okay? I believe she told you that because there's nothing you can say to come back from that except, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you're okay. That was that. I can show you what that text looked like. A little manipulative, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Not sure. that ah, it. <laughs> you know, none of that. No, none of that happened. She went to put on a pants and said, I'd really rather wear sweatpants tonight. I don't want to wear anything with the zipper. I'm not going. Yep. And that was it. And that is how much thought goes into your party for her. And that is the case. Also, why and do you so- want your two closest friends to meet each other anyway? I always feel like that could be kind of messy. Not messy, well, bad, but just sort of like, similar. what do you want to do three's company for? Or three's but a crowd for? If you're going to try and pull out of this mode Pregnancy. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You said that, uh-huh. You said that you uh, <laughs> have been feeling sort of down for the last couple of years. You're trying to pull out of that. Who hasn't? The pandemic, et cetera, et cetera, your words. You need to rethink the prominence of these people in your life. Yeah. I have a question. These people don't have a ton to offer at the moment. They have intimacy to offer, meaning long-term friendship and close friendship, et cetera. But they don't have 
these aren't necessarily the people that are pulling you up. These might yeah. be the people that are pulling you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when you and, are down, they're probably very happy to take the call. Absolutely. And, yeah. That is for sure. Yeah. Matt, I have a question for you, and it's very personal. Oh, Great. Boy. Is there anyone who you invited to your wedding mm-hmm. who you are no longer speaking with post-wedding? Great I mean, question. my wedding was a month ago, so we haven't quite <laughs> haven't really had time to end any there, friendships. Did was there anyone that was supposed you? to come and didn't was there anyone come who and now you're not speaking up. to them? And yeah. Good no, question. but there are people that I didn't invite and I I can already feel the line in the sand having been drawn. By you them. Absurd. By them. Yeah. Like, like that, I didn't invite any friends from high school Yeah, uh, because almost all of them have voted wrong at some point. Of or course. They've They're all Trump been born again, you know, <laughs> and yeah. I just feel like, you, you, I don't know, you don't get to come to a gay wedding if I don't know that you at least voted for Biden in the last right. election. <laughs> right. That's the um, price of entry. So, I, yeah, I th- so that's where, you know, some some relationships are probably going to change. But there was no one who said they were coming and didn't come. Or got or, too drunk or maybe yeah, interrupted nothing. something. No. No, no. Uh, I'm trying to think. I th- there was, there. I mean, there were, it was, uh, I think, one person who didn't come because they had COVID. So, so they and said. And we don't know So that. they said. We don't know Or that, they right. just didn't want to put their I That's worth an investigation, Matt. Snapshot. I want a snapshot of that rapid. Show me that rapid. Uh, so listen, dear. Yeah. Don't expect anything from these people. Save yourself the trouble of getting upset about it. But also keep in mind, I will say this. This is a slow burn. This is a, this is an erosion. If these people don't choose to change their lives, the way they're living their lives, what they want from their lives, this doesn't get better. This just becomes more and more who they are. So you have to think about who you want to surround yourself with. I'm not saying cut bait, but I'm saying uh, just keep in the back of your mind. Is this enriching my life or am I just sort of here when they need them and they're not here for me or whatever it is? Because you can offer help and offer help and offer help. And the hundredth time you extend your hand that they don't take it, they're not taking it. They've told you a hundred times they're not taking it. So stop extending it. If this is really about you expanding your social circle, marvelous. But these people aren't social. So why would you invite them to a social event? I think is what we're sort of saying. Is that right? 100%. They are not invited to arsocial.club. Absolutely. And Matt, that is our cocktail. It's perfect for them. They can wear, they can do it from home. That's they can true. dock in their Zoom come screen on, come if they all. don't want people to see them. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> if they right. don't want people to see them. They can observe and feel that they did something. True. Pardon me. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, they can pay the entrance fee if they want to. But, uh, yeah, these are people that don't want to leave the house, and the pandemic has only confirmed that for them. Mm-hmm. All right, dear. Dearest Ron and Brian, and Matt McConkie, I'm putting in. They didn't know you were going to be the Matt guest. Matt Grassi. Sorry, shit. Matt Grassi. See, I answered it both. What about Matt Degrassi? Did you ever think of that one? I mean, weirdly, Michael Grassi wrote on Degrassi. And is that true? Yeah. And I, isn't that odd? Yeah. 
Is he can, so, is he from Canada? He is. Are you gonna get it? Are you gonna Where? be able to get a citizenship there? He's from Montreal, and I'm working on it. In I've a been high the long probably. game. You got. But I know. Is he Italian? <laughs> It'll all be worth it in the end. Yes, he is Italian. Uh huh. Italian, Italian. His parents were Italian. Yeah. Uh huh. So you he's know, probably grandparents an, don't speak any English. Where from? Full of time. Is he an Italian citizen? He must be. It's so easy to get citizenship there if, like, he anyone can, in your family is. I, I don't think he has citizenship, actually. Well, that's okay because you've got Canada, but and that's really the we're working on it. We yeah, got Canada. You, can get, you should get the Italian while you're at it, but it does take a. It's not. It's not hard to do the application process, but they do want you to come sit there for a month or something like that while they decide. Right. Which, yeah. happy to do that? Yeah. Sure, happy to oblige. Month in Italy? Okay. Something I always feared happened. I looked at my husband's same-sex male couple here, uh-huh. FB Messenger, so Facebook Messenger, after a day drinking by the pool. <laughs> that is not the right order. I already – I don't want to hear someone upset. drunk looking at a phone. I this also is get the worst. upset. Yeah, and I get upset that we have fans that use Facebook Messenger. I know what you mean. As an app. Yeah. Not just as a, oh, somebody wrote to me. I better go check it out. Sure. Yeah. Okay, after a day drinking by the pool this weekend and saw a very inappropriate exchange between him and someone I knew he hooked up with in college. How do I know? Years ago, we were in New Orleans for the first and last time. Thank you. And while waiting for our Uber in the hotel lounge, some tall, attractive man came through. And this my husband's whole story eyes- already went from bad to worse. I just want to add, uh, New Orleans... I love New Orleans, but let me tell you, they weren't doing New Orleans the way I do New Orleans. No, they were okay. doing. No, they listen, were not. if they're no, day they drinking by the Padre pool and looking Island through Facebook messengers, apps, yeah. so this they is could a spring have been break. Any of these places. This is not yeah. how we do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And while waiting for our Uber in the hotel lounge, some tall, attractive man came through, and my husband's eyes lit up, and he said, "I know him. Can I go talk to him?" <gasps> I said, "Sure, why not?" But the enthusiasm left me on alert. I got a call Yikes. from a friend during. I mean, this is already toxic and nothing's happened. <laughs> I got a call from a friend. Can I that go time. talk to him? Sure, why not? Odd, odd, odd. Mm. I got a call from a friend during that time and waited outside until our car arrived. We both got in the car while I continued chatting with my friend. <laughs> it's nice. When I saw my husband text his BFF, I just ran into X. Haven't seen him in year. Of course, I see someone I hooked up with in front of my BF, knowing that triggers him. Early in our relationship, what I told is him, this level of this, discourse? This is really bad. Early uh, in our relationship, that's I, the text you oversaw. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen him in year. Early in our relationship, I told him I didn't want to hear much about his past, and if we ran into people, oh boy, he's had a sexual relationship with. I would prefer simply not to know, as I can spiral on this one. Mm. I told him I saw the exchange since I was sitting right next to him, and it didn't feel great. But I left it alone and asked him to be more inconspicuous next time. Sounds like he left it alone for sure. My husband and I have been together 10 years. Can you do me a favor and just lie to me next time instead? Honestly. And he said, I tried to, but you looked at my phone. Yeah. Anyway, I left it alone right after telling him that please be more inconspicuous. My husband and I have been together 10 years, two and a half married, and we do not, all caps, have an open relationship, and it's something we agreed upon. No judgments, as many of our friends do. I just know I'm not equipped for that kind of setup. We have a really great life, communicate well, financially sound, homeowners have built something that I'm quite proud of and really couldn't have dreamed of growing up. How's the sex life? Well, not great, and it really never has been. 
Yay. My husband's always said he's not the most sexual person and sex isn't that important to him. Uh-uh. I'm on the other end of that spectrum, but I think we do a decent job of trying to meet in the middle. Oh, that's I've a asked, twist. That's a twist. I've asked, I wasn't yeah, no expecting. Yeah. I've asked my husband to speak to his therapist. We've both been in therapy since before we met about this, and he has always said he's too uncomfortable to do so. We've also had a relate. Why are you seeing separate therapists? I mean, that's fine, but like this is you gotta see one together. Well, We've also had to be their own people oh, no, on some I know level. That. Are they I not? agree. They yeah. should keep their own, but I think they probably need they one. They need together. a joint. Yeah. And this is what couple therapy couples therapy was made for. It is exactly it. that correct. This is exactly what it's made for. We that's need right. Anna Gronick to ha- handle this for us. We've also uh, had a relationship Anna. long worth spat about being on phones and social media. Pretty much my husband just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and doesn't even realize it and is often combative when I mention it. Why do you have a problem with it? It's not different than you walking around listening to your podcasts. <gasps> Rana, that's the personal. Of him. You expect me to give good advice to you? My advice After is drop him like a Throws a, a arrow at you like that? Yeah. Not the same. Any opinion, one of us. We're all podcasts. That's right. This is a, this is this fighting words. Coming for all yeah. of us. I feel like if you're on your phone when you're t- then we're, when we're together, then you're not present. My husband can drink too much, and when he gets that way, it turns <laughs> into a real "don't tell me" and can mm-hmm. be a bit defiant. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, we went. To- I can't believe these two people are still alive. <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> we went to a we went to a vacation rental home with my family. He got quite drunk, but it was our first social gathering in six months. But then I noticed him on his phone a lot that night. Naturally, he passed out drunk, so I looked at his phone to see exchanges between Naturally. him. And someone in his distant past. Right. I just want to put a quick pin in that and just rewind real quick to next time you could, maybe you could be a little bit more inconspicuous about it. And then next time you pass out, I'm going to read your phone. You're going to die so, at what he saw. It? You're going to yeah. die at what he, his husband sent him. Not really. Oh, no, you're going to die at what his husband, the message that he found that his husband sent somebody. Is, was it as romantic as just I, ran into your ex? Yeah. Okay. Remember when I used to – this is him writing to the person he was texting with the husband. <laughs> Remember when I used to send you nudes fondly and then his name? Oh, he was fishing. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> fondly. Rem- he signed the, the He signed it. Remember when I used to send you nudes fondly? fondly. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> this is the craziest goddamn message I've ever heard in my life. That was followed by my husband sending him a shirtless photo of himself. The other guy didn't respond back. I was pissed. I didn't sleep and buried it away. So healthy. Given I saw that my husband deleted the whole conversation the next day. So I assumed he knew he took it too far and felt bad. What? That's what you assume? Good God. You have a track record of reading your husband's phone. Yep. That's why he deleted it. Of course. Not because he had a regret. All he does is the same thing over and over again. But that exchange started a spidey sense that I've been trying to ignore until this past weekend. Fast forward to this Oh, good news. You're ignoring your gut. Go on. Yeah, good news. The pattern hasn't stopped. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fast forward to this weekend when I looked at his latest text exchange. It was with that guy we bumped into in New Orleans. The guy sent my husband a sexual video of himself. The tall, handsome man that you spotted across a lobby that you booked. Yeah. Asked permission to go speak to to him. To go see. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, sure, whatever. And my husband I'll replied- A letter writer the, is five foot seven. I just want everyone to know that. Go a on. sexual video. A sexual video of himself. And my husband, that's honestly pretty funny. And my husband- Masturbating, is that what that is? I guess. I'm or, assuming. Like, or dancing, maybe. <laughs> a provocative uh, strip tease video. Exactly. Just one single rose rubbing across his chest. And my and husband replied- with his budgies. The, 
Yes. And my husband replied with a photo that wasn't completely nude, but left nothing to the imagination. I was gutted. So that means he had an erect member. Is that what Yeah, that it was means? wearing like a thong. Yeah. Yeah. I was gutted wow. and still am. This exchange happened just last month. I confronted him and he said he was sorry, didn't know why he did it. He doesn't know why he needs that attention. It feels safe because of these hangups on sexy, but he loves me and he knows that it's wrong. Now, I fully trust he hasn't ever physically cheated on me. Oh. But I've been, by the way, that's huge. But I've been moping around as if I've been cheated on and the hurt and pain is pretty severe. Am I overreacting? Is it possible that mm. someone can change the need for attention from others or do I need to get oh. to a place of accepting that I have an attractive <laughs> husband that will get this attention? I'm not trying to be self-loathing, but I know he's more than the more attractive one in the pair in this situation's really helped my oh. self-confidence, whoa, whoa, self-esteem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the thought back, of going yeah. out to the upcoming New York City pride parties. Wait, literally go, back makes to he's the, go back to he's the more attractive one. Okay. Is it possible that someone can change the need for attention from others or do I need to get to a place of accepting that I have an attractive husband and that will get attention, uh, an attractive husband that will get attention. I'm not trying to be self-loathing, but I know he's the more attractive one in the pair. And this situation has really hit my self-confidence and self-esteem and the thought of going out to upcoming New York City pride parties literally makes me sick. I've done a lot of work to be confident. Me too. (laughs) I've done a lot of work to be confident in those very unformatable situations. Think introverted gay at a Hell's Kitchen house party of about 50. And I've now gone backwards. Other than running to couples therapy, check, check, checkity check. Yep. Is there anything I can do to try and pick myself up? I know my husband is remorseful, but I'm having a hard time looking at him and I can't imagine just floating back into normalcy anytime soon. Is everything just going upside down until it isn't? E. Okay. I'm going to say something, even though you two really have the answer to this question, but I just have one thing to say, mm-hmm. which is all of our bit, bits and bobs aside, uh, jigs and reels. Or jigs and reels throughout the letter. Mm-hmm. I don't hear a situation yet that your husband has tried to make you feel at ease. I don't see Did I miss something? I don't think so. The problem to me is that, look, if you have a runaway jealous streak and a runaway insecurity streak, et cetera, et cetera, that's obviously something you need to address to yourself in therapy and that you both need to address in couples therapy. But I have not heard your husband, A, trying, I just have not heard him in any way trying to make you feel secure in this relationship other than saying, don't worry, I didn't sleep with any of these guys, but I don't really hear a genuine effort where he is trying to make you feel comfortable. I also hear you repeatedly burying under pushing under the rug, your main issue in the relationship, which is that you feel insecure because you feel less attractive than him and that you have not found a way to reckon with that. And so those two things are slamming right into each other for me. So I don't know how jealousy is horrible. Maybe you deserve to, maybe you're right to be jealous because maybe this guy is running around or maybe he has a porn addiction or maybe he needs too much external attention and you can't live with that. And that's your line and et cetera, et cetera. All of this should be explored in couples therapy, but I have not heard an occasion where he is saying to you, look, I love you. I want to be with you. But maybe you're just not sharing that with us. Now and I want to hear from you too. Perhaps. I just wonder if, because sometimes 
one person's line in the sand is not another person's. So this guy, your husband, might be thinking legitimately, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like I didn't, I'm not hooking up with anybody. I'm not doing anything like that. With meanwhile, you could be saying, right, but but it bothers me that you're doing what you're doing. It's a big, it might not be a big deal to you. It's a big deal to me. And maybe, I don't know if maybe you haven't fully expressed that or if he just doesn't respect it. I don't know. But because I have had communication rifts like that, where it's sort of like, one person's line is not the other person's line. The important thing, though, is you have to be, like, really honest about what the rules are and what you want. And you have to be able to say, like, it bothers me when you talk to people. Don't do it. But it sounds like he knows that. Matt, I don't know. I'm talking about uh, no, no, you're not. I agree with you. I, I, I mean, I feel for him. I am in a monogamous relationship and now marriage. I don't – and I, I I don't know what I – I do have jealous tendencies, which – is an ugly quality that I don't, I, you know, I just don't like to feel that way. Um, but yeah, I, I think what, what's an important distinction is, is, is what the, the, uh, husband is doing or the boyfriend is doing the phone version of cheating. Because if my husband were doing that, that is how I would perceive it. Mm -hmm. the, like after the first Facebook message with the shirt, shirtless pics or whatever it was, I would have, been full fucking waiting to exhale car on, fire, on fire walking yeah. away um and he seemed to kind of roll with this so is this like acceptable within well, the, the boundaries of their relationship so baiting it's not look the husband's handsome okay so he's gonna walk down the street people are gonna whistle at him or whatever I mean, if that's that's the danger of being with a more attractive person. Every person I've been in a relationship with has had to contend with this. Okay. Of course. Right. That I'm gonna walk down the street and someone's gonna say nice white jeans, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Deal with that. And that is my burden in this world. Cross I'm to an bear. Attractive person. Okay. Yeah. People are going to look. Yep. But that doesn't mean that I'm inviting their attention and that I am actively messaging people to come after me. Yeah. This guy is doing a little bit of fishing and it's no wonder you feel insecure. It's not just, what do you want me to do? People keep looking at me. I, I mean, I can't tell them to stop looking at me. It's, I miss people looking at me. I need people to look at me. And there is another issue in here, which was a bit of a surprise, which is that our attractive friend is supposedly less sexual than yes. the other partner. But yet he's inviting all – and look, maybe he's just a little bit of a narcissist and he right. likes people to look at him and this is what he does. And that bothers you because life is unfair and some people are gorgeous and some people aren't. But there's something that made you want to get married. I feel like there's some dichotomy in this relationship where every story we heard involved a vacation or alcohol from what I can tell. Where we were right. on though that clock and those rules, and not on oh, are we going to plant the bulbs in the garden this week? And it may be that mm. this guy needs both of those things. You may not be the partner to have both of those things with, or you know. But he may be that he loves the stability of your relationship, which is a non-sexual for the most part kind of stability, and then he needs a little a little attention bump every once in a while. 
and he's either crossing that line or not crossing that line. And that's either okay with you or absolutely not okay with you. That may line right up with your trigger and your, you know, feeling jealous is we've all felt it. It's a horrible it, it sucks, feeling. Yeah. And the people that are able to live with it and weather it are absolute magicians as far as I'm concerned. It is people will spend their whole lives picking people so that they don't have to feel that way. Yeah. And that is a completely legitimate course of action. But he's not getting exactly what he wants from the relationship and you don't feel secure. So there has never been a better moment to go to couples therapy. Yeah. It also because sounds he, like, well, I, I just, it, it, I'm curious, Brian, if you've been in a relationship where like you are still kind of going out and partying and going to the gay bars and pride events and stuff at the same level that you are when you are <laughs> oh, single. God, no. Yeah. Because it always, uh, to me, it always feels, and I, obviously I still love all of my gay friends and I love our community. Of course. But to, for the most part, it kind of feels like, Oh, well I already, I don't, I don't have to be here anymore. Like I already got the thing right. that you're, that you're looking for. Well, you people know, that are I, I in more open relationships do that, that, yes, that, and, that everybody can have a little fun. It's of course, that's not a but problem. That, that's not them. Yeah. Well, well, that's maybe not it one be. of them. Right. Right. But I do think that you, what the reason I know you say, what can I do besides run to couples therapy? That's the thing to do. Because what's happening is you need a third party there so that your boyfriend can really hear what you're saying. That's, that's part of the deal is like, when you're in couples therapy, you each choose your words more carefully because suddenly there's someone else in the room and they're yeah. objective. And so you want to come across, and I think it's a good thing, you want to come across as someone who might be a better listener than you would be in normal life. Mm -hmm. But the benefit yeah. of that is that even if you're faking it till you make it, you're making it, you're listening better. And I think your boyfriend really needs to hear what the feeling is for you when this happens, when he's talking to other people. In a setting like that, where then that is followed up by a couple's therapist saying, so-and-so is saying this. Do you hear what they're saying? And How does it make you feel and, what they're saying? And what saying? about this moment yeah. where you're being dishonest with yourself, where you say, if you're going to do that, be a little bit more inc inconspicuous about it. That, mm -hmm. to me, feels like you're giving him tacit permission to cheat. Mm -hmm. You're saying to yeah. him, if you're going to cheat, I don't want to know about it. But also- right. We are absolutely not in an open marriage. Those, those are both sentences in your letter. The thing I think you need to do in addition to going to couples therapy and possibly even more than couples therapy is you need to go to individual therapy and or take a walk for six months or whatever it is. But you need to figure out what you really need in this world in order and my to God, feel loved I mean, and accepted and stable. I guess we can only answer you, but- and not your husband, but you should always be honest with your therapist. Yes, that's Do, true. You remember how the husband said he was uncomfortable talking about sexual situation? Well, then get a new therapist. That's and by crazy. the way, they live in New York. Rana, you name checked uh, Dr. Orna from Couples Therapy, the Showtime show. You can, she has a private practice. You can go you see go. her in person. Oh, yeah, I cannot imagine it. any Insurance, greater. The wait I, list. Oh, I mean, you never know. It's worth a try or apply for, to be on their next season, you know? No, wait a minute. They said they lived in New York because they're going to N NYC Pride parties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You also don't want to go to these parties. So Ew, why are you gross. Going? The reason not you're gross. going is because that's, that's not what I mean. I just mean like just a party in general. The feeling, so or awful. the feeling of going to a party when you don't want to go. I mean, you don't go to a go, dinner, but you don't want to go. That's the thing. Your husband wants to go. You don't want to go. 
we've got a you know a outside cat and an indoor cat here mm-hmm. also and if there is a world in which you know th- there is tacit permission to not physically cheat but do what the the boyfriend's been doing have these weird phone uh exchanges with the, where you send your um you know videos of you dragging the rose across your chest if you're if that is established um and 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 talked about then right. you should be doing it too yep as long as you guys are rock solid and having good communication. They're not rock exactly. solid. I have news for you. Of yeah. course. Okay. They got to get there. They're, this is a, they're drunk being like, uh, they're drunk and antagonizing each other. That's what yeah. they're doing. They get, yeah. they talk about how one's not a great drunk and the other's not a great drunk. They're both bad drunks together. They have that nitpicky energy. They're that couple that you go out with and then you think, oh, they're going to fight the whole time or they're going to mm. pick at each other the whole time. Or just wait, something's going to happen. And the thing about the husband, when he gets drunk, I think it sounds like he's unpredictable and he likes to lose control a little bit and behave badly and apologize for it later. He uses it as permission. So let's get our ducks in a row about what we're really looking for in life before we get, I'm not saying get divorced. I'm just saying, let's line it up. Let's communicate it to our partner. Let's see if it's achievable. But it's a terrible feeling to walk around with a pit in your stomach all the time, wondering if someone is doing something you've asked them not to, being dishonest, whatever whatever the case is, or the nagging feeling that maybe you're not a fit. And forget about the fact he's handsome, you're not handsome. What does this mean? In life, yeah, you're either attracted to someone or you're not attracted to someone. What do you think? Only beautiful people have sex? I mean, come on. But by the way, we are a very, you know, gay men, uh, we are a very shallow bunch. So if very the husband is as image. hot as you say he is, then I'm sure you are as well. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's got a lot of money, uh, a big. <laughs> they feel to me like they're, uh, they said they've been together like eight, eight or nine years or something. Like eight they years, they got together yeah. sophomore year of college and now they're 26 and, you know, they haven't spread their wings individually. Yeah. But they're married, so you got to tr- you got to at least give it a, the college try here. But right. nobody wants to go home. No, just nobody wants to feel the way you feel right now. Let's put it that way. So something's got to shift, and burying it under the rug isn't working anymore. You tried to you've you've named four or five different situations where you decided not to deal with it, or waited a month to deal with it, where you got upset in the moment and then decided to pretend it didn't happen. That's not working for you, okay? So let's deal with it. Yeah. Dear Ron O'Brien and guest, if applicable, it absolutely is. I'm a 40-year-old single woman in a large East Coast city. Could it be New York? Could be New York. About six years ago, I had a romantic entanglement with a man I met on vacation who happens to live in my city. We saw each other on and off for a few years after that. He's older than me, and there was definitely a time when I was very into him. As one might expect from a bachelor of his age, I wasn't the one to change his stripes. Okay. I haven't seen him in over two years, and our only communication since was a cordial text exchange six months ago, wherein I asked a travel question, and he told me he started seeing a therapist I recommended. Ah, Exasperated sigh. That's their aside, not mine. Sure. My time with him very clearly illustrated his limitations, and I no longer have feelings for this man, nor have I been interested in pursuing a friendship. Meanwhile, 
I've started the hellish process of apartment hunting and stumbled onto a real unicorn. Uh-huh. It's a 175-unit building in a fantastic neighborhood. It has everything I want, and perhaps best of all, is a mere $5 more a month than my current place. Okay. Uh, it was clearly underpriced and the owners had a ton of interest. I quickly applied and signed a two year lease. I feel like I struck gold. I'm so excited for the new, this new chapter and I'm really looking forward to calling this place home. Rana and Brian, it is this man's building. I knew this going in, but surely get ready here. But surely with 175 units, we'll be on different floors, elevator banks, et cetera, right? I didn't remember his floor or unit number. And after signing the lease, I Googled his name and address and jokes on me. He is in all caps, next door. This is a nightmare. What's a person to do? It seems ridiculous to even consider this man as I make my real estate decisions. But now what? Heads up text, just wait for the inevitable run-in in the hallway and act surprised. I generally consider myself a pretty cool customer, but this one has me stumped. Please, in all caps, help me formulate a plan to handle this with grace. With thanks. Please don't use my name. Cool. Well, here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. A plus, if we're to take her for her word, at her word, she no longer has feelings for him. Okay. If we're to take her for at her word. Yeah. And they were never a couple. Yeah. They were just a tryst. Yeah. Okay. Or they were uh, on and off. Friends with benefits. Maybe. Call someone at, yeah. from the bar at the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. In which case, so I guess what I need to clarify Two years, on, though. For two years. That's not, not nothing. Not nothing. So she knew it was his building going in. This is what I'll say. I don't think it's a big deal. This is this is what this is when it wouldn't have been a big deal. If you had found out you wanted to buy there and you had texted him and said, Hey, I found a place there. I hope it's not going to be weird, but I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna move there. Two years. Exactly. She has a two-year lease. Two-year lease. Yeah. I hope that's cool. I'm gonna be there for the next two years. Ha ha ha. Maybe I'll run into you or something. Hope you're well. Where it gets dishonest is that you didn't do that. And I think that's biz- I think that's strange that you didn't do that. Because if I really wanted this place, I wouldn't have asked the guy for permission. But I would have said, heads up, weird coincidence, I'm moving into your building. Yeah. Hope you're well. And I, I'm sure I'll see yeah. And we also, we all know how long the process takes. So there were many opportunities. To many opportunities. And you've many been steps. to his building. It sounds from the letter that you knew this was his building. Well, obviously yes, you knew it was knew. his building. You've been there. She knew. That's what I mean. So yeah. I wonder how over this, when you say you have no feeling for him, because why didn't you just text him? You were already texting about him seeing a therapist. Why don't you text him now? And say what? At this point. And say, and say, hey, so funny. I... I random no no don't say that. Just be like, guess what? I just signed a two-year lease in the building you're living into. It was a great deal. I hope it's not awkward. I'm sure I'll see you. Hope you know. Hope you're well. I like that. I think that's the only way to go. And it's also like something. 
you're not asking to you're not you're not ending that with a, an invitation to hang out you're not no shading it in any way that's like and maybe we'll run into each other you're keeping it breezy and that's totally the only thing you can do now. and maybe Keep you it because also you know what add, you, it was an amazing apartment an amazing deal i couldn't pass it up totally because i gotta yeah. tell you what's gonna happen and people don't like this word and i don't like this word either you will be branded as crazy if you right. pretend that you didn't know he lived there. If you've been to the building. Yes. I mean, if you or he told you where he lived or whatever it is, you right. have already priced yourself out of, oh, my goodness, what are you doing here? Ah, you right. do? Yeah. 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 That's not an Don't option. Don't do that. Yeah. But if you do, if you take Brian's approach, you keep that as quick and breezy as possible. There is a world where it plays at like almost like, oh, you're you guy are so insignificant that it didn't even occur to me to give you an earlier heads up. Like that's how not on my radar you are. And I have a yeah. feeling, as you're saying, Brian, that's very much not the you case. You could even but say I it, think occurs, gotta... it occurred, just occurred to me. I should probably let you know. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. 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 Should probably let you know what I got a great says, deal moving What in. if he writes back jokingly? Are you stalking me? Now what? Just write back, ew. What? Definitely. Or a poop emoji. Or a poop emoji. <laughs> yeah. Or just a uh, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Yeah, you know. yeah, there you go. That's I it. don't even care enough to to give you a, yeah. a clever oh, ha response. Ha's good. That's good. Ha's good. LOL is good. That, but that's it. Ha is. I'm still unpacking my dishes. I didn't even have time to barely respond to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and, what are we going to yeah. do? Here? She's going to be sleeping with a neighbor inside of three months now. Why? I mean, that sucks for her. Yeah. But she doesn't seem to care. I know. But these people that say things like it's only five dollars more than my current apartment. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Why would you five. want to deal with that? What is this $5? What if it was $50? I mean, is that what made you choose the apartment? Maybe you, you should have chosen the one that was $10 more. I'm also, just saying you have, really to, you have to between... factor everything in. You can't just go for the $5 rule. Uh, the only thing that gives me pause is you were like, I tried to be the one to change the stripes and I didn't. And, and it's just sort of yeah. like, okay. And now we're seeing a therapist. Then. But, uh, oh, can you believe it? But also- I don't have yeah. any feelings for him. But it's also fair to look, we all have a past and people that we dated that no, didn't of course. work out with. And it is fair to say, oh, I can't stand that guy. Ha ha ha. Now he's seeing a therapist because he put you through the ringer on totally. this or that. And that you sort of have a laugh about. It. I mean, of course, that's a version of big surprise. This guy is totally who he was and continues to be, you know, disappointing. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're holding a candle for them. It just means that he's on the list of dum-dums that you spent time with. Yeah. But there is definitely, that door doesn't feel totally closed. No, but it you doesn't. Do not and have I think to ask, she should yeah. be. Yeah. You do not have to ask oh, for yeah. permission to move in there. You just tell them you're in there. No, but you should just say. I know, do but not we also them. are overlooking the fact that they are living right next to door can they hear each other stepping through the walls that's so disgusting i would hate that i would hate that even if i didn't like i would would hate hate knowing the person was next door that's what i mean but also look if you really if we're to as brian said if we're to take you at your word which is easy breezy what do i care then it doesn't matter whether he's next door or seven floors away 
if you really don't care and if you're going to run into him and roll your eyes and laugh a little bit when you see him. Mm-hmm. Hey, who knows? Maybe you'll become a fun neighbor. Yeah, it could I be mean, like if you guys that really, end up commiserating about bad dates or something. That could be fun. Try and find a way it's going to be hard. And if you can't, then this is telling. But try and find a way to not judge however he's living his life. No. In other words, if he's bringing a new 24-year-old girl home every night, try to just remember, oh, he's that dumb guy that has a commitment problem. Mm-hmm. Not, I can't believe he's bringing a new girl home every night and he could have yeah. kept bringing me home and did it, you know. Try to think to yourself the following refrain, he's not boyfriend material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think, as Brian said, like go into this assuming he is going to immediately think that you are oh, definitely. batshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you are unhinged and he's probably going to steer clear. Mm-hmm. By the he, way, he there's not, not evidence of that at the moment. Sure. You're next door. <laughs> You're next door. In college, I, in my, I had a friend in college, another gay guy who was a close friend who wanted more and I didn't. And it was just this constant sort of like tug of war. And yeah. We go away for the summer. We come back junior year and we're just placed. We're roommates. We're just throw the, 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 the building housing, whatever, put us in the same dorm room. Yeah. And the only and two I gay guys at the whole, the college. only two gay guys. Yes. And he <laughs> also, I knew that he worked in the housing office over the summer and uh-huh. I managed to convince myself uh, that this was a coincidence because the, the, uh, the, the reality of it was too horrifying. And it came out, I think at the end of the semester, when we finally moved out, what had really happened. And I, you know, did think that How he was did unwell. it come out? How did it come out? Well, that is he, crazy. He confessed yeah. it to a mutual friend who told me. But he 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 uh, stood by the story the entire time that he had no, you know, he was an intern. He had no hand in like who got uh-huh. room with whom. But did he ever make a pass at you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. While you were living uh, yeah. together? Uh, yes. Oh, oh but you know no. what? I, 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 we were in a suite in, um, this was in U-Haul, Brian. I don't know sure, if you ever did a, a, and we were, so I, uh, I think pretty quickly got him to move across the suite, like the other, so we were in, a, in an actual oh, that's bedroom That's good. Together. So you didn't have to, oh my God. You were never in a bedroom together. No, well, eventually no, they I, weren't. No. Yeah. Thank yeah. We, I fixed were you that two at NYU at the same time? We were. We were the same year, but we never met. Did you have a classes together? together? Nothing. No. Really? But the Nothing. same program too? Yeah, I mean Tish. Yeah. How funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couple of Tish grads. All right, Matt Grassy, guess what happens now? One of these oh. bozos oh, gets here we go. free from us. That's right. So I'm going to do a quick recap of these letters and whoever we think deserves something. It has to be the letter writer, not any other subject of the letter. I will just, just say in my lifetime, go ahead, it would Rana. never occur to me that somebody would ever do that to get close to me. It would never Rich. occur to me. He will think, oh, yeah, yeah, she moved in next to me. In my life, it would never occur to me. If one of my oh, if you were him, you would moved think- in next to me. I wouldn't even think he tried it. I would think he ended up there somehow. It just oh, Rana, you've got to open your eyes. People are, are are tripping Clamoring. over themselves to get close well, to you. Look, I hear the cat calls. I see the you know, I see the phones yeah. go up. I get it. But there's a guy. I she's, need real she, people. 
She's oh, I dating. guess we did start this conversation talking about my neighbors. Her next door neighbor, Martha's <laughs> Vineyard, who I call Muffins, oh, he's is been in love really, with really into yeah. Roma. He's constantly he's coming on to, strong. Oh, yep, he brings ahead. over blueberries. He never goes anywhere, but he brings me fresh blueberry muffins that his maid makes for him every morning. He pretends he made, got up early and made them. Yeah, because it's blueberry uh, season, and I yeah. and he just wants to hear you say the word. And I make sure <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and I make sure to never be at the door when he uh, to receive them. Let's put it that way. Anyway, you're playing it well, so he doesn't have a shot. No, of I course like not. But his muffins are good. She makes They're a good really muffin. Good. I've been trying to poach her to be my cleaning lady forever anyway. And so I've tried to get him to switch teams for a long time yeah. now, or at least yeah. as far as I've known yeah. him, but he's not. Okay, dear, I interrupted you with telling the rules of the game, and I interrupted you. Okay, so we get to decide who's getting something special. Mm-hmm. Now, is it going to be, and again, that has to be the person who wrote the letter, not anyone else in the letter. Yeah. Is it mm-hmm. going to be the person whose friends, the person whose friends bailed on her party? Is it going to be uh, the husband whose husband is chatting with people on FB mm-hmm. Messenger? Or is it going to be living next door to the ex? Which of these people do you have the most um, feeling for? Uh, I, I mean, my first instinct is candidate number one, the one with the, the Alex and Bethany friends. She feels like the one who who needs the biggest boost. Yeah. But part of me feels we should give it to the husband in I'm the tricky relationship because yeah. his husband shades his podcast listening, and it would be nice for him to have, <gasps> have a little something I special and say, "Look at this, we babe." Even address. What are you doing with this? That guy? is a visceral. Yeah. The other thing he does, by the way, is scrolls on his phone all the time. He's on Instagram looking at men's bodies. Oh, definitely. You know what? A podcast is not a waste of time, by the way. Yeah. Tell that to scrolling is a waste of time. Pardon me. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I Hmm. say give it to him. I say give it to him and we we sign it like love you know who or something. Oh, you want to send a gel you want to send a jealous a jealousy gift. Mm -hmm. Thought you'd look great in this. And it's like a pair of Lees. We're going to gift him. Brian, how many text exchanges are you willing to have with this guy? <gasps> yes, we oh, should gift, gift him a provocative video we're of gonna Brian. We're going to gift him Brian texting him, sending a few pictures. Doing a little dance. Very yes. vague things like you got it. Thursday's good or Saturday. Just something, right. you know, nothing. Yep. What does it mean? What you sure this mean? is the boot? Doesn't yeah. a delivery? I don't yeah, know what yeah. it means. What is what's happening on Thursday? What's happening on Saturday? I can't believe you saw me with Brian, my hat off. Brian's going to be in Rhode Island <laughs> next week with with uh, just a picture from the beach. You know, fun pics. Yeah, that you th- that you remember would, this. That you remember would send this. With, that you would send to someone if you were out doing something, but someone was in the back of your mind. Just a couple totally. of fun pics. I can't stop laughing about that giraffe thing. Yeah. There you go. A, and then a picture. Yes, a picture of something funny from a roadside stand. Beefsteak tomatoes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. 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 Thought you'd get a kick out of this one. Or just pictures Brian. of food, food that looks like penises all the time. Of course. Would, would you ever? Could you ever? You. I would. We'd have to get a burner phone. I would absolutely do it. I would do it for him. I would bust up his relationship in five seconds flat. No problem. But what can we really give him? Well... 
You could give him like. He uh, just got so excited and so disappointed all in one go. I have to tell you, he thought oh, he was well, absolutely. Get, he you. thought he was getting a one month uh, text relationship with you as his gift. That's I was so excited. Yeah, but. Yeah. If Brian agrees to, we could still do it, but it doesn't really solve his problem. It'll you be, should probably save that though. for the Patreon. By yeah. True. Yeah. As long, Such but in your phone, point. you're going to have to put. You're going to have to set your notifications to where they show up on your yeah. phone. And it has to say like something like Brian Safi celebrity or something. Like Brian yeah. Safi from nine one one. Brian yeah, exactly. famous. Very famous. Yeah. Very famous. Brian mm-hmm. famous. Brian star is what it would say. Well, we could get him. He needs a, something. like a he body wash. Or what like I really a, want to do is I get him. I want to get someone to go over his house and stick his head in the toilet and wake him up. That's what I really want. True. Yeah. But what that. about that body wash that um, you know who was like Mike obs- Shaw. Yeah, that was obsessed with. No, he had some sort of vanilla Costco bourbon body wash. He was it wasn't using. Costco, Ooh. Rana. What was it? Did we send it to someone else? No, we haven't sent it to anyone, but I looked it up and it was sold out. Really? It was like a bourbon something. Yes, but it was sold out because he bought it all. He's the kind what of if person. We did, he's a doomsday shopper. What no if we did something from Aesop? Because that stuff smells so fucking good. But what are we trying to achieve with that? I'm not saying no, but what are we trying to achieve with it? I guess we want, what do we, do we want, want him, him to, to feel th- like? Every time he washes his hands, do we want him to think, call you couples therapist, call you couples therapist, call yep. you couples therapist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I can get behind that idea. You know, if you were to get a necessaire um, set, you could mm-hmm. get one of their body washes, which are very nice. Mm-hmm. And you could have that exp- every time you're washing your body, you know, call my therapist slash. Touch, touch yourself. Yep. Touch your husband. Or I like wash that. off the old way of being. And um, they sell lube. Oh, well, oh, that's Rana. less interesting to me. She's very homophobic, Matt. I don't know if you knew I that going on. I, I yeah, thought I was trying to give br- them a little. Also, Brian's, Brian's like boyfriend is selling. Uh, I don't have a boyfriend, Rana. Oh, well, then his ex-boyfriend is selling something called Lubsterman Lube or something Oh, like the Lobsterman. That. No, we're on again. Yeah. On again. Oh. So I, I date a Lobsterman here in Boston. Yeah. Oh, we're I on and off there. again. And he um, he came up with a new we're, – we're working on a new line of lube called the Lubsterman. Oh, this is a – yeah. Because the lobsters were selling. This is a different um, – Different uh, customer than the necessary lube, I think. Yeah, but- it might be. This is more for people who like, hey, you wish you had three more teeth and lube? This is for you. It's that kind of vibe. <laughs> is it just butter? Do you know? Have you ever heard of um, Country Croc? Uh, it's like that that's or not parquet butter. that's it's like not parquet. butter either <laughs> parquet yeah. all right i like matt what's your favorite flavor of necessaire oh i i think it's sandalwood is there's that the, a eucalyptus sh- one there's a sandal one let's see what else they've got here i i like the sandalwood okay all right. Well, guess whose recommendation we're going on here? Matt McConkey. Matt McConkey. Matt, this, this is a first because this, this recommendation is, is not vetted personally by Rana. She's going out on a limb here. It's true. We did send, though, that – we did send Mike Show's body wash, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, gosh. You can get it on Instacart. How's that possible? Huh. You can well, get necessary they, on Instacart? Oh, they deliver it, comes, it from Because like, it comes from Sephora. I was going to yeah. say the yeah, Sephora yeah. Saks yeah. or who knows what. Yeah. There's one called The Body Ritual. Ooh, a set baby. called the Body Ritual. It comes with Did the I lotion, hear the, word rich? the wash, the exfoliator, and a deodorant. 
And we're going to get, all right. So we're going to send you something like that in the sandalwood. That's Matt McConkie's recommendation. And also, and we I'm want be you a... to wash this man right out of your hand or wash him back in. But whatever it is, the stasis is not doing anybody any favor. Also, I'm going to be in Rhode Island in New York and I will accept jewels if anyone wants to give me any. Or if anybody wants to give him a chocolate recommendation while he's there, they could, they could hit him up on Instagram because that's what he's looking for is chocolate factory recommendations from that's right from and all <laughs> are you going to, to providence brian i'm i'm going to little compton which is outside of Providence, the home of ad marine Arden marine the ancestral homeland oh, of ad marine and then great. i'm going to new york after which i realized great. i'm going to be there over pride you really didn't clear you didn't clear new york with me i will say that well it's an add-on i don't even know that i'm doing it to be honest yeah. i don't have a ticket yet yeah, you didn't clear Listen. that with me. So anyway, Listen. we'll go get that. That'll yeah. go through HR. And, and who do, oh yeah. And, and either HR. they'll give you the time off if they won't. I mean, that has absolutely got nothing to do with And it. I'm just going to yeah. send the number in the subject line to HR, Rana. For absolutely. New and they'll write back, handshake $1. That's what, Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll negotiate. I've got a real negotiator's head. I'm a good head for business over here. So. Quick math. Quick math. Quick math. That's Matt, right. you are just the best. What did Thank you, you so much for having me. Julia. I love you so much. It's so wonderful to see you. Congratulations uh, uh, on everything. Thank you. I love you both. This was truly the best thing. This I, I was in a real drop after the wedding. And this, this we, is we, we buoyed you back up for a about list. a minute. So yeah. thrilled to be a part yeah. of that. I, I, I'd love to have you both come on Homophilia together Anytime. or separately. Because oh, Brian, very, I, we, we need to talk gay. about the fishermen. And Rana, we need to unpack. And maybe Brian should be part yeah. of this conversation. Yeah. Just like how and why you are a gay icon. But also, you know, why why I'm I would actually love to have that. Time. She's a huge homophobe. And that's, which that's, part, of to the that's part of the appeal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. I don't, I don't think I am a gay icon, but I would uh, like to Rana, be. Oh, please. You are what do I have to do to be one, do you think? What, no, do I, what should I do? Exactly what you've been doing. Exactly what you've been doing. Yeah. You are no, absolutely I a gay think I icon. have to work on my drag speak. That's what I call it, drag and speak. And I'll be honest with you, Rana. Yeah. This is what I want to tell you. Yeah. There's gay fans stick with people for life. For life. Well, and we better I get some say, gay fans for this show then. That's all we have. It. We're going to need oh, a few. Are you yeah. kidding me? I think you got plenty. And we you do. know, I will say like to the the idea that this this place that Brian holds as like your I hate I mean, I, this is the highest praise, but like sidekick. Yeah. I, I, what would I give? He's my co-host. He's Your my co-host, co-host. Whatever you, you want to what? call it's it. Like, I, I don't care. It, I think I think I speak for a lot of us when I say that if it were a lesser man, we would hate him because it's such a coveted position. Oh. But Brian is such a where are these gay sweet, tender angel. To where you're all talking about this. What is the Where are the gay clubs? That you know, the gay have to come on homophilia and find out. We got to, yeah, well, we got to go on homophilia. We should be doing a show in where, Brian, not Provincetown. That's a little bit low rent for us. Not where Fire Island. Do? That's a little no. bit butthole. high rent. A little yeah. what kind of rent? <laughs> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Provincetown we, is fun. Provincetown, I, you know, we should do a show. We we're dying do to show. do a show on Provincetown. Yeah. We're dying to. Yeah. Are you doing that this summer or anything, Matt? We're not doing it this summer, but yeah. we've done it a couple times during the film festival, and it was the best time. And it was, yeah. you know, it's, a, it. It, it's, a, it's an intimate experience, but that's, you know, what's so great about it. When's the film I'm festival? Matt. September? I'm a Matt. It's like right now. Yeah. Well, we missed it this year, but maybe next yeah. year. 
but we'll be doing our cabaret and then we'll be doing our shows in Europe. Oh, right. We do have our cabaret. We'll see. And then I've got to go to St. Moritz and then Brian's going to go to Mont Blanc. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I absolutely adore you. It is a pleasure to see your face on this Zoom. And I can't wait for the episode to come out. Everyone's going to love it so much. Uh, We just want to. Oh, we've got to get rid of Matt and read our cliffhanger. That's what we've got I to do. I know we do. We're going to have to say goodbye. I forgot about that. I always forget about the cliffhanger. You're but an first absolute we're going to doll. T- we're going to take a picture with I love to Matt. your husband. I yes. will. I hope to see you both soon. Happy Pride. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Mwah. Thank you. Kiss, Bye. kiss. Oh, was he fabulous. Happy. I love him. I forgot to say happy Pride to both of you. Well, Rana, I'll take it now. Yeah. Here we Thank are. you. Thank you. Uh, happy Pride. Thanks, Rana. Did you get, manage to get yourself any rainbow donuts or any of the fun things <laughs> that people are doing? No, but I was so proud of – I had to go into my bank the other day, and they were all wearing name tags that had the flag on it, and I thought, I finally feel at home here. Yes. And I, I'm this so proud of This is where I want to do my banking. I'm so proud of my bank for being proud of me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there you go. It was really nice. Yeah. Did Heinz catch up to a bottle? I can't remember. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. (laughs) By the way, Tony, if you're listening, someone wrote to us and said, I have a friend in Hershey's. I can send you the limited edition. Remember when the Hershey peanut butter pie came out and I didn't get get one? Well, somebody wrote to us to say, I have a connect. And Tony absolutely just whiffed it on the response oh, tony, oh, tony, tony or mamie i don't know which they wrote to us on the dm oh, well, i i and i didn't that. get my peanut butter pie or whatever other special thing they're doing and now that i'm back on chocolate thanks to milky la iberica they're so nice again sin azucares añadidos no mm-hmm. added sugar Except for the sugar that's been added yes except <laughs> the only added sugar is the ingredient of sugar sugar let's see what they did put for the ingredients here Oh. Let's, oh, what? Malitol. Uh-oh. What? Oh, Rana. Oh, why would you God ever look a gift horse in the mouth? Why did I look at this? Why would you ever have done that? Wait a minute. What? Are you telling me this is a diabetic candy that you sent me? <laughs> Wait, what? No, they're the ones I got. 270 calories per serving. Yeah. 10 bars in here, pardon me. Okay. Then it says total sugars, three. Yeah. Add, how could there be three grams of sugar? Rana, candy don't bar? look at, don't do the math on this Added one. sugar. Is this a dietetic diabetic? No, I got the same one. I, well, we know you didn't get the same one because you got the one that's little I squares. got the many pieces. I did. That's what I thought I got you, but I pulled them both from the same pile. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. We're going to have to get into this. <laughs> we need a Peruvian. We need a Peruvian to write to us. Any Peruano, please. Uh, okay. Go on, dear. Okay. Here's the cliffhanger. Yeah. I look forward to it. Okay. I'm going to Google, Google something about this while that's it. I'm going to keep this. Please don't. I'm going to keep this short only because I crave your approval. I'm a 26-year-old woman from a Great small reason. European country. Yeah. I've been from single a for small two- European country. Yeah. Okay. Luxembourg, maybe. I've been single for two years after I ended a three-year relationship with a man that was codependent, unhealthy, and just stupid. During this time, I've enjoyed being single and have been dating and sleeping with, excuse me, 
a lot of people. I finally came out of the closet as bisexual and have been enjoying new have been enjoying new experiences with women. So the word edulcurante means sweetener. I don't know why. None of that seems to come from the Latin base. So I have just eaten a candy bar that had maltitol, not actual sugar in it, but still manages to be 270 calories. Nobody knows how. And I'm just going to tell you that if I end up uh-huh, on the toilet, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, the toilet, that's exactly what I was going to say. If I end up on the toilet, we'll know why. I don't consume any of the talls. Sorbitol, maltitol, none of the talls. You bought me well, the diet. I don't you, know what to say. You bought me the diabetic brick. I you didn't. I, I certainly didn't intentionally. I picked them from the same pile. Anyway, I want to get you. Send me a photo of your box Fine. afterwards. Okay, and the ingredients on your box Good afterwards. God. Ah. <laughs> uh. One of my suitors, a man. Ah! It also causes friends. headaches. Did you know that? Maltitol? I'll just you keep reading. I'm going to Google maltitol side effects. Will you? Will you reading? Rana, you're a terrible gift recipient. <laughs> I have to tell you, this is outrageous. One of my suitors, <laughs> a man I met through our mutual best friend. We enjoy spending time together from time to time, and it becomes <laughs> headaches. <laughs> Vomiting. Rana. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. After eating maltitol, some people experience stomach pains and gas. It can act similarly to a laxative and cause diarrhea. This is X lax that you gave me. Oh, the severity my God. of these side effects depends on how much of it you eat, maybe like a whole two bars in two days. Or and how your body reacts to it. There aren't any other major health concerns with using maltitol or other Okay. Shows. Go on, dear. Sorry. Okay. One of my suitors, a man I met through our mutual best friend. Who's our mutual best friend? Oh, the three-year relationship she ended. One of my suitors, a man I met through our mutual best friend. We enjoy spending time together from time to time and have become decent friends. We mutually agreed that we were just friends with benefits. And I really liked the idea of that since I was not ready, but since I was still not ready for another stupid relationship. I'm just not ready to end my single days and really want to explore my relationship with women further. In this time I've known the guy, I've noticed some red flags. First of all, he constantly ghosts me, doesn't return messages. And it's like wow. he falls off the earth for a couple of days. And then pops up again when he feels like it. Mm. He talks over me and has big trouble with actually listening to what I have to say. On the other hand, he seems to think of me as a therapist and often dumps his problems on me. Especially when he's having trouble with his ex that he has a son with. I could go on. But you get the idea. He's just another man in his 20s that hasn't quite grown Ooh. up yet. Mm. 20s and a kid. And a kid. All well, that's a flag- small European country for you. That's true. Yeah. All, what do you think? His parents are taking care of the kid? Well, all any, of these, any, any one of these. Yeah, anyone else. Family yeah. daycare. Yeah. yeah. All of these red flags I ignored because I just saw him as a friend that I occasionally hooked up with. Yeah. However, Slippery recently, slope. 
something shifted. Mm. I found myself craving his attention and was constantly thinking about him. At first, I put some distance between us, not wanting to fall down some path that I couldn't reverse, but of course I couldn't hold, hold myself to it and slept with him again. We spent all evening and night together. He never usually stays over. And dot, 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 I love him. Ooh. It just popped Ouch. into my head out of the blue. Now I'm heartbroken. I know this will absolutely never work, and I fucking hate myself for falling for some mediocre man that doesn't even treat me that well. I told him I wanted to stop sleeping together and to just be friends for a while. The reason I gave him is that I'm dating a woman. I want to see where that relationship go, where that relationship goes, which is partially true. Still, I left the it open-ended with possibly that we could start seeing each other again in the future because I'm only human. I've seen him a few times since, and I hate it. Every time I see him, I remember that I love him, and it breaks my heart. What do I even do in this situation? I feel like I can't talk to my best friend about this because I don't want to put her in an awkward situation between us. Mm. Also, I'm ashamed that she I feel this way. She introduced them. That's okay. how she met them, her through him, him through her. Do I tell him? Do I just ignore this and hope the feeling goes away? Thank you for your advice. And please don't use my name. Best, miserable in love. Yikes. Best, Bettina in Stockholm. Definitely. Yeah. Bettina, we're going to answer this question. Among others, on the uh -huh. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Askrana. I hate to tell you, I don't know if the slots are full or not. If they're not full, they're about to be. So go to arsocial.club to join the Cocktail Kiki for July. We're so excited for July. We can't wait to welcome more members into the club. Of course, the coffee, which I think is the perfect pairing to the social club. Because who doesn't is. need a gorgeous cup of coffee to wake yourself up? Gojo told me he's, don't worry, no one's forgotten about the coffee. He's still proselytizing to people. And someone who okay. came over who has incredible taste, he served them the shades of vanilla. And they said, where did you get this coffee? But Fabuloso. So askronacoffee.com, arsocialclub.com. Arsocial.club, just club. kidding. Uh, and we can't wait. to And happy 4th of July to everybody. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. It's I just feel around that the corner. That, isn't that going to be up right before yep, this? Is? You're absolutely right, Rana. Um, all right, dear. So there we go. Happy fourth. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.